100% is easier than 98%. And the reason why this is so important is because if you're only 98% committed to something, you're not actually truly committed. That's Benjamin Hardy, and this is The Depression Detox Show. Welcome back to the Depression Detox Show, where we share ideas and stories to help you live a happier life. I am your host, Malik Josephs. Happy Monday. And as I always say on our Monday episodes, I hope you had an amazing weekend. And I had a pretty good weekend over here because the weather is warming up and that's always a good thing. I felt like spring would just never, ever come. So I'm glad I'm getting the opportunity to go outside enjoy the sun a little bit more. And yeah, that's it. So let's jump right into today's episode where we have our new feature speaker for today and psychologist Benjamin Hardy on the show. And if you're struggling with getting rid of any bad habits that you may have, or you just can't stick to achieving any of your goals, then I think this episode is one to listen to because he's here to share his top three tips to get unstuck. Here's Benjamin Hardy. Enjoy. So kind of to portray this example or to take this idea a little bit further, I want to introduce you to a person named Elko. Elko is an entrepreneur from Amsterdam. He's 38 years old and he as well has struggled with weight his entire life. And he's always had a bad diet and he's always had a story in his head that was actually planted in there from his mom. His mom told him when he was a teenager that they are the kind of people who always are going to struggle with weight, always struggle with food. And so that was the idea that he had in his mind. He actually also had the idea in his mind that he was going to be able to potentially willpower his way to holding off just self-destructive behavior until about his 40s, 50s, or 60s. But then at that point, it would just go all downhill. And because of his bad eating habits, he actually struggled to sleep. He couldn't sleep very well. And so one night, he was up all night, struggling to sleep, and a thought came to him. And he said, what would happen if I went back to eating nature? What if I just went back to nature and just ate clean? And then a second thought popped into his head. And that thought was, what would happen if I did this for the rest of my life? Rather than thinking, what if I did this for like 30 days? Or what if I did this for a year? The question that really seized him was, what would happen if I did this for the rest of my life. And as soon as he had that thought happen, he's sitting there laying in his bed, and all of a sudden he has like this vision, this, this picture in his mind of himself in his 90s, totally vibrant, totally healthy. He sees himself with his kids, his grandkids, and at that moment, he just makes the shift. From that moment, he saw what was possible, and so he just committed to it. This was over a year ago. And Elko has not touched any bad food. (laughs) Like, literally, he's one of the healthiest people I know. Hasn't touched any bad food since then. He lives under the mantra, 100% commitment is easier than 98% commitment. That's actually a quote from Harvard business professor Clayton Christensen. But that idea is also actually backed by a lot of very interesting science and psychology. So again, the quote is, 100% is easier than 98%. And the reason why this is so important is because if you're only 98% committed to something, what that means is that you're not actually truly committed. 
you're not actually fully there. You haven't actually made the decision. And if you haven't made a decision about something, what that means is that you're not actually sure what you're going to do. If Elko was only 98% committed, and he was in an environment where his favorite dessert was served, then he would have to play a tug-of-war in his mind about what he was going to do. Do I eat it this time? Do I not eat it? And that right there, that mental tug-of-war, is called decision fatigue. Basically, the idea of decision fatigue is it's another word for willpower. But it means you haven't yet made a choice, and you're not actually sure what you're going to do. And because you're not sure what you're going to do, often the situation wins. That's one of the most consistent things that's found in social psychology, is that generally people are the byproduct of their situation. And the reason for that is, is because people are not decided. Michael Jordan actually had a very powerful quote. Michael Jordan said, once I made a decision, I never thought about it again. And uh, kind of the Latin root of the word decision means that once you make a decision, you have to actually cut off alternative options. And so because Elko made a 100% commitment rather than a 98% commitment, and he also shifted his identity by asking himself, can I not, not, he didn't ask himself the question, could I do this for the next 30 days? Because if you think about it, if you want to do something for 30 days, then you definitely haven't changed how you see yourself. You're basically saying, I think I can do this for about 30 days, but then once that 30 days is over, or that year is over, I'm going to go right back to doing what I was. But maybe then I'll have a little bit more control. That's not what happened to Tom Hartman. That's not what happened to Elko. And as a result, those two people, they made a, a fundamental, a permanent shift. And because of that permanent shift, their behavior just went in line. I actually told the story of Elko to my friend. His name is Nate Lambert. He was actually one of my professors. And Nate has also struggled with his weight his entire life. And Nate and I were doing a one-year sugar-free fast because Nate wanted to go sugar-free. Again, he had struggled with his weight his whole life. And I knew that it's a lot easier for me to do something if someone like him is already doing it. He's a very motivated individual. But it's also easier to do something like that in twos. But after hearing Elko's story, I talked to Nate and I said, Nate, why would you do something for a year for someone like you who knows that this is going to be something that's going to potentially plague you for the rest of your life? He's like 38 years old. He's struggled with this his whole life. I said, why would you just do this for a year? What's going to happen a year from now? And I told him about the idea of 100% commitment is easier than 98% commitment. And the difference between decision and decision fatigue. Decision is the opposite of decision fatigue. Once you've actually made the decision, you no longer have to play the mental tug of war. For example, if you make a decision about when you're going to wake up the next day, you don't push the snooze button. If you haven't made the decision the night before, then when, that when the alarm goes off, you're not really sure what you're going to do. Willpower often does not work. And so because of that epiphany, that idea, Nate just sat with his wife. He made a list of the pros and cons of going refined sugar-free for the rest of his life. He asked himself the question, what would happen if I did this for the rest of his life? What would happen if I did this for the rest of my life? The list of cons was there, you know? There were certain social gatherings that he would miss. Some, he would miss on some of the things, but the list of pros was fundamental. And the biggest pro was that he would no longer have to think about it again. Psychologists have found that on average, people have about 50,000 thoughts a day. And Nate said that about 40,000 of those thoughts were about food. He couldn't stop thinking about it. And that's essentially the nature of addiction, is that you can't stop thinking about it. And he was very addicted to food. 
And that's why the Michael Jordan quote is so important, that once you make a decision, you no longer have to think about it again. That was the biggest benefit of Nate just making this shift and saying, I'm no longer going to do this anymore. I'm no, I don't want to have to think about this ever again. And once he let that go, and once Elko let that go, and once Tom Hartman let that go, then all of a sudden they were able to be exactly who they wanted to be. The problem with them trying to control their behavior, willpowering their way to change, maybe setting short goals, is that they never actually were able to let go of that thing that they wanted to get rid of that whole time. Once they were able to just make the shift in who they were and how they saw themselves for the rest of their lives, once they were able to actually make a decision and cut off the alternative option by committing 100%, then all of a sudden their mind was completely free and they felt so aligned with who they were that they started doing things that they had been procrastinating for years. Elko started a business that he had wanted to do for three years. Within a week of having that vision of seeing himself, he had already started. And since then, he's done all sorts of things that he's always wanted to do. Nate's the same way. Ever since he's been able to let this thing go, and he's stopping, he's no longer avoiding the behavior that he hates, and he's now pursuing the life he loves because he's so aligned with who he is and where he's going, and because the story he's telling himself is based on that future, not based on, well, this is why I am the way I am. Then all of a sudden, he could be more courageous. He could be more confident. The scientific definition of confidence is actually that confidence is the byproduct of prior performance. Once you start acting confidently, or once you start acting powerfully, then you develop confidence. And confidence then allows you to have imagination, it allows you to see a bigger future, it allows you to believe in yourself. And confidence allows you to be courageous. So now, kind of pushing this question on you. What are some of the things that you've potentially been resisting? What are the things that you've been thinking about doing And maybe they've been on your mind for a long time. It could be an addiction that you've been thinking about, weighing in your mind for years. Maybe you've tried it for 30 days at a time. Maybe you're going off of it for a year, but you haven't had that shift. On the flip side, what are those things that you've wanted to do for years that you've been thinking about? What are those things, you know, going back to my wannabe entrepreneurs? What are those, a lot of those wannabe entrepreneurs who I interviewed had been thinking about this for years. It actually took me years to get to the point where I jumped off the cliff. And it all starts with a financial investment. It all starts with shifting your story and shifting your identity. You can't do it through willpower. You have to do it through who you're going to be. Thank you. Big thanks to Benjamin Hardy for stopping by. Again, his three tips were, one, make a financial investment towards your goal. Two, shift your identity. And three, shift the story from one of disempowerment to one that empowers you. And lastly, remember, 100% is easier than 98%. So again, big thanks to Benjamin for stopping by. You can connect with him by visiting his website, benjaminhardy.com. Follow him on Instagram at benjaminhardyphd and check out his latest book entitled Personality Isn't Permanent, Break Free from Self-Limiting Beliefs and rewrite your story. And I actually bought a copy of this last week on Audible, and I just started listening to it myself, and it's really, really good so far. Uh, If you like the clip, there will be a link to the entire talk, as well as all the links to connect with Benjamin in the show description. And that is a wrap for me. When you get a chance, please follow the show on Spotify, share it, or subscribe on your favorite podcast player app, and I will see you back here Wednesday. So... Until then, stay strong. Later.